episode 247, The Woke CIA. I am your host, Alpha Mike, and we are transmitting higher top of Florida's peninsula at 108 feet. Today's episode, we're going to talk about woke, wokeness, the Bolshevik states of woke. Mix that all together with the Central Intelligence Agency, the agency that was given the duty to, to safeguard you, the American citizen, abroad. Listening in, gathering intelligence on our enemies. Those groups that want to do serious harm to our country, to our people. Not you worry one bit because our CIA is woke. How do you get in contact with us? It's real easy. Radarcop.com. You can go to the audio website where you can hear all our webs, all our podcast episodes from number one to number two, four, seven. And Radarcop Nation takes you to the official website where you can get more information on us upcoming shows and don't forget we got the banner up on the top of the website the browser where you can drop down the series like wise guys series buccaneer series roll call series and you can hear all the past episodes dealing with that episode uh that uh series so we made it a lot easier for you we're on social media with the exception of limkin and uh, the Twitter, the little bird, we got rid of those communist manifestos. But everywhere else, you can look us up on Raider Cop, Raider Cop Nation, or Raider Cop Podcast, and you will find us. And as we draw towards the end of this month, we will be kind of not advertising the USCCA any longer. We were an affiliate with them up until August 31st, and uh, we still support the USCCA 100%, but uh, we are kind of breaking away, and uh, and that it has to do with rules and regulations of becoming an affiliate. They kind of, I guess they did that in 2020. So... The threshold now is like 2,000 kicks on their product, like in a day or something like that. And uh, so we were given a very nice letter by the USCCA that um, bring down all our affiliation. And a lot of, a lot of people got that. Um, but nevertheless, I, I'm a strong supporter in the USCCA. So consider becoming a member. Hey, you got that gun you wanted to fix so bad, new trigger. You went to YouTube and you you punched in, remodel your gun, and you saw those pretty little guns out there. You said, but where am I going to go? Well, I know where you can go. Pistol Pete the gunsmith down in Miami. He was the armorer to thousands of law enforcement officers, and I should know because he was mine. And as a result, he will make your weapon 
magical setting. It's like going to Disney World when you were little. Well, when you when you go with Pistol Pete the Gunsmith, it's it's an experience. So Pistol Pete will tell you how you can send him uh, your gun. It's easy. You're gonna go to a licensed federal firearms dealer, send it to him. He'll fix it up based on your specs, and he will send that bad boy back to you and you'll be in love not only with your gun forever but also with Pistol Pete the gunsmith thinking about gun training and you're in the New Jersey Philadelphia area well it's easy Kilo Sierra he's your guy coming out in the month of September he's going to talk about a new course he's doing and this course I want him to uh, explain it and talk, talk more about it but this is one of those courses about self-defense. It's about survival. And, uh, you know, statistically, we know through the what's called the SOP-9 from the New York Police Department that they did the study on their agency on police shootings. And we have a distance of three to five feet for three to five seconds. These gun battles, and the majority of them, last. Well, Kilo Sierra's got that course that can make you survive a battle like that so that's coming up and if you're in the florida area and you want some gun training uh, hook me up on uh radarcopnation.com which is contact you can either call or you can either send me a message and if i am not in that area in florida because florida is pretty big i will find you a guaranteed instructor. Episode 247, The Woke CIA, we're going to dive in and find out where all this wokeness came from and why are we doing it. But before we do that, we've got to get our dispatcher to call for our bipolar uncle, Uncle Joe, at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, well, we've got those three stories on Uncle Joe. Let's uh, dial 911. Tasha called disturbance of the mental with her bipolar uncle, uh, bipolar. Our first story takes us all the way to Afghanistan, where the Taliban has drawn a line in the sand with one of our M16s, telling Joe that under no circumstances. Will he or shall he stay beyond August 31st? Joe kind of thinks that that's a reasonable proposition, that he can get all those Americans that are stuck in the country out within seven days. Not a problem. This man is delusional, but he has an, an act for pissing everybody off and he's doing a tremendous job with our NATO partners as well as all of a sudden August 31st has become carved in stone our second story talks about Joe's approval rating dipping lower than low in other words just last week, he was 
dipping low. Well, guess what, folks? This week, Uncle Joe's rating has gone even lower. It's believed that he might actually penetrate the line in the sand in his ratings. People, Americans everywhere, are rising up, looking up, wondering, is this guy for real? Am I asleep? Somebody pinch me. No one can be this stupid. And our third story takes us to Dancing Chuck Schumer, Senator from New York, as he was rubbing Americans the wrong way, dancing it up in the streets while people were videoing him and, of course, putting it on social media. You see, the Democrats could care less about Americans trapped in Afghanistan, care less about $2.6 trillion that they've wasted training the Afghani, Afghanian army that doesn't even exist nowadays, could care less about the billions of dollars in military equipment that has been left behind. Dancing Chuck doesn't care. It is sad, but there's nothing more that we can do. It is the reality of our Bolshevik states of woke. Every week, folks, I've got to give you the three horrible stories. Now, I do challenge my audience if somebody wants to do three great, uplifting stories, then I'll, I'll play them. Just send them to me, email, um, and I'll go ahead and put them on. But in the meantime, I'll wait. So it's time to pick you up. Time to get you to start moving those hips, breaking out that smile, lifting up those cheeks, and perking up because we have for you episode 247, The Woke CIA. So we're going to give you, to get you in the mood, the joke of the week. And it's not Joe Biden, so don't, don't even go there. Here we go. Why was the pitcher sent to jail? It was framed. Not even going to respond. Episode 247, The Woke CIA, we will look at why the CIA actually exists and what in the world does being woke have to do with their ethos and mission statement. So the clown is ready and so are we. Time to get on the short bus, folks. Taxi! The thought actually crossed my mind to play the commercial message that the Central Intelligence Agency has about being woke. And then I said to myself, what kind of foolish idea is this? 
I'm not going to do their advertising. So I've scrapped that. But we are going to talk about it in episode 247. Why does the CIA recognize, believe in, and wants to be known as being woke? Does it make sense? Is the majority of the country rallying behind this wokeness? Hmm. We got 11 things on our outline so we can go grab our crayons and our cardboard boxes. And we're going to explore the CIA, the wokeness, when, when exactly that happened, the history of the CIA, the purpose, the brain of the government and the military. Number five, have contributed to crime for the good of the order. Number six, oversight to the deaf-blind mute Congress. And number seven, with working with corporate, corporate America. Number eight, politically, leaders pl play stupid. Outline number nine, the woke, the Bolshevik states of woke. How to become a citizen. Number 10, America's enemies look at our wokeness. And our last approach and outline is going to be team approach and teamwork. So let's get started. The history of the CIA, as you know, most likely was to protect the country based on intelligence gathering information from our enemies, not our friends, but they do that too sometimes. But that was, and that should be their mission. Formed in uh, September 18th, 1947, the Central Intelligence Agency was known prior to that as the uh, Independent Intelligence Community of the Office of Strategic Service. So it didn't sound so good, so in 47 they went to the Central Intelligence Agency. It, of course, houses up to 21,575 estimated employees in a budget somewhere in the $15 billion range annually. As you know, they're into the spy business, and unlike the Federal Bureau of Investigation, better known as Wink and Nod Agency, which is a domestic security service, the CIA has no law enforcement function, none. In fact, I just doing research for this, heard a couple of articles where media personnel that absolutely know nothing, but they want you to believe that they're subject matter experts in everything they cover on the news. But believe it or not, the only job they've ever had is reading a teleprompter. They want you to believe, in, and a couple of them said that uh, the Central Intelligence Agency was a law enforcement branch. It is not. It is a domestic intelligence collection. They do it domestically and internationally. They are eavesdropping all over the world, including your living room, your phone, 
your car, and your Alexa. And wherever they can get info, they gather it. So, what happened to this wokeness? When did this occur? This occurred in 2019. They wanted to come up, the Central Intelligence Agency, with a humanistic approach to their mission statement. They wanted to humanize the agent, humanize the employee of the CIA. Now, I don't know about you, but prior to this 2019 woke experience, I didn't care what the CIA employees looked like, what they did in their bedroom, or what they believed. What I did believe in is that they were safeguarding all of us American citizens with their intelligence gathering capabilities working with our partners like the U.S. military. But apparently that wokeness in 2019 was so big they uh, they might have pushed some of that to the side. We discuss what their purpose is, but we're going to dive in a little deeper into the purpose of the CIA, especially when we look at the failed Afghanistan exit. Now, there's been a lot of finger-pointing between the Pentagon, the White House, and the State Department. But you've noticed that we don't have any news briefings at the CIA. And the reason for that is nobody wants to go near them because they've got the real evidence, most likely the real evidence that they gave in secured meetings to our leadership in this country. But again, you've heard Joe. No, nobody told me that. Not, not that I can recall leaving the Central Intelligence Agency with their mouth open. When the Commander-in-Chief either forgot what you told him or is hanging you up to dry, whatever the result is, it caused Afghanistan and what you're watching on your televisions today. They are the brain function they function as the brain for the government and the military. The military needs that intel they have in a given region that they're the given theater of operation for the military. In this case, let's look back at Afghanistan. There's a series of ways that CIA operatives work and so does the agency. You've got to be in the theater You've got to be obtaining information, sending that information back. You've got to work with your military partners and tell them satellite information, phone information, all this real good intel stuff. Now, the military really believes in their mission so much, the CIA, that the military kind of has their own intelligence operation, just in case. And uh, that was a smart move, most likely uh, during the Second World War. They kind of, yeah, hey, let's, 
let's do our own thing. But they have a function, and that function, most Americans will never know whether it was successful or it failed because it's a mission. The CIA has contributed to crime in our country for the good of the order. Now, as I stated in a in another episode, that the drug dealer in Los Angeles, Ross, Rick Ross, he had made a lot of money, and he talked about the arms, the contours, and the arm deal. That the other part of that strategy that was done. I believe back in the uh, 80s was to bring cocaine to Los Angeles and specifically to the minority neighborhood that would finance the operation that they wanted to do in Nicaragua where they wanted to stop communism and they had to get arms over there so it would be a conspiracy theory up until Rick Ross's attorney actually subpoenaed some records and they started finding out the truth. Really didn't matter because Ross would end up doing 25, 30 years in prison anyway, but he's out now and he's wrote a book and he's very well spoken, believe it or not. And uh, he swears by it. We also know that during the Second World War, when American Allied forces attacked Sicily and they were headed towards Europe and uh, the Normandy invasion, they left clans of the mafia to be in charge of certain areas in Sicily, of course, with the pretext to find the Nazis and get rid of them, but you guys could be in charge. And of course... I have also spoken about personal experiences that I've been told in my time when I was in law enforcement of shootouts in City Hall, Hialeah, how the FBI arrived. They were CIA employees, agents, officers, whatever title they had, and the whole thing was brushed under the table. So... It's also well documented within the Cuban Mafia and that they, a lot of the members of the Cuban Mafia or the ones that would perform the security or the enforcement aspect of it were veterans of the Bay of Pigs. After that failed debacle that thanks to Joe Biden, he's topped it, so Pretty soon people will forget what the Bay of Pigs mess was all about because this is bigger, the Afghanistan thing. A lot of those Bay of Pigs veterans had nowhere to go and they were very highly upset at the Kennedy administration. A lot of them worked in the CIA. A lot of them also worked and or, or remained as soldiers in the Army. And a lot of their details for the CIA was revealed in the book of the Cuban Mafia with Miguel Battle that uh, they 
were assassins for the CIA. They go around the world doing their thing. Well, when they got tired of the CIA, they would end up working for the Cuban mafia. So well documented that the CIA has contributed to crime for the good of the order. The Oversight Committee, the Congress is in charge of making sure that they really understand that they're really working within the law. But for the most part, that Oversight Committee is deaf, blind, and mute because whatever they're told, they'll decide what they want to leak. And then you have to wonder who does the oversight over the oversight committee. They work with corporations. Now, in our episode that we had before this one, facial recognition, we told you all those wonderful companies and the facial recognitions that they have. You wouldn't think that there would be any connection that the CIA might want 80, 90 million photographs all from around the world into their data banks? Nah, there's not a chance that they would want that. But I'm sure that that working together with corporate America is part of their greatness. We'll say that. Political leaders like to play stupid when it comes to the CIA. Uh, which really isn't very hard for them. But when asked direct questions about the CIA, what they're doing, they kind of go around in circles and don't want to answer it. See, you don't want that spy agency to be pissed off at you. Remember what Chuck told you? They'll get you. They'll get you two ways or seven ways or whatever, how many ways this Sunday. He said that. Bolshevik states of woke. How do you become a citizen? Well, there's an indoctrination process. Used to be in college. Maybe even about five or ten years ago, I was down to the high school and elementary. Now they're all the way down, I think, into pre-kinder or kindergarten. It's all over our society. Socialism and communism has been a part of our experience here in the United States for over 80 years without a doubt the CIA has known about it too and it is a cancer, a tumor that continuously gets bigger and bigger America's enemies love our wokeness why? because as Donald Trump said Wokeness makes you stupid. It's a form of stupidity. He also said that, well, you know what? Towards the end, I'll just play 45. And uh, and you know what? I might get censored. So I'm not going to play. But I'll say. He basically said, wokeness makes you stupid and Let's be honest, woke or wokeness, anything they touch turns to shit. It would have been better in his voice, you know, but you get, you're going to get banned. You know, they're going to kick you off the platform. They don't want anything. They don't want to even see or hear 45. Wonder why. I wonder why. 
So what's the team approach? How do we fix all this? Well, obviously, being woke and coming out and telling me your sexual orientation, what color you are, and all this baloney is also information that's being fed to our enemies like China and Russia. Because they love it. It's like going to the movies and getting a big box of popcorn and sitting down and watching these imbecile employees of the CIA tell on themselves. Through that weakness, our enemies will crawl in. Yeah, they'll go find some people that identify with that specific group, but may be working for our enemies. The stupidity of government, the stupidity of our politicians, we're seeing now in the issue with Afghanistan, they have absolutely no brains at all when it comes to military operation. They have no brains when it comes to law enforcement operations. And they have no brains when it comes to intelligence gathering operations. But see, politicians don't care how those entities work politicians care how they manipulate those elements and the CIA is no different you don't just cut a check for 15 billion dollars and tell them all right kids go have fun no no for that amount of money you will be working for the swamp that's why Chuck remember Chuck we'll see if we'll play we'll play Chuck for you at the end when Chuck says, we'll get you two days, three days, seven days till Sunday. You'll see. Yeah, keep it up. Because the CIA is their pit bull. I think the FBI is down to Chihuahua now. But it has become political. Because of the secret nature of the CIA, they can't come out in this current event with Afghanistan and contradict the president and come out and say President Biden was advised by us on such and such a day. Now, we know that General Milley, Fatso Milley, woke Milley, was briefed by the Central Intelligence Agency and the military on Afghanistan. Those intelligence briefings happened in the White House. They happened in October 2020, November 2020, and January 2021. And they were intelligence gathering information given to 45, and General Fat-Ass Milley was sitting right there. In fact, one of the witnesses against General Fat-Ass Milley Cash Patel, he said he was even responding and agreeing with the intelligence information that was being revealed. But General Fatass Milley, Joint Chief of Staff, that means he's head of the military, right, uh, right underneath the Secretary of Dunst Defense, I mean Defense, he said he has never, ever, ever seen any intelligence report that Afghanistan would fall in 11 days. No, it could have said 12. 
could have said nine, but I never saw anything with 11. These people think that we're a bunch of buffoons. But this is shocking, folks. Our military, our CIA, our FBI, of course, our politicians forever in a day, we have seen that they are corrupt. When Donald Trump went down the escalator, 45, and said he was going to run for president, people chuckled, they laughed, they giggled. He told us about the swamp. He gave us those one-liners that we never knew prior to 2016. What does he mean, swamp? Today we know what swamp is. We've been woke by 45. He told us about fake news. We know all about CNN and NBC and ABC and PBS and all those fake news outlets. He told us about it. But we didn't know prior to that. No, prior to 2016, anything the media says is true. He told us about Joe Biden being weak. Nicknamed him Sleepy Joe. Prior to that, 45 or something years Joe Biden had been in politics. Everybody thought he was clever, smart, witty. Man, he's all, he's Barrio's number two. But 45 was telling us he's a buffoon. He's, he's always been a buffoon. Because 45 doesn't care what people think of him, we, the American public, started learning the truth. He fired the corrupt director of the FBI. And he told us how corrupt they were. Prior to 2016, we'd, how could it be? He's investigating Hillary. Today we know, we're woke. So 45 has woken us up. Woke goes both ways. The woke that is ill and evil is that woke that has the communist flag flying. Ultimately, that woke is to destroy you, the listener, and have you under their rule controlling the product which could be you the woke of 45 was telling you the truth today more and more Americans are quietly sitting in their homes saying to themselves why did we lose this election or why did I vote for this buffoon in the White House? Today, a lot of people regret the things they said and the actions they did in getting Joe Biden elected one or two ways. We're seven months into this, folks. And this man... Joe Biden has singly handled, handled, pissed everybody off in this country and around the world. Now, I know that there's a couple of out there cheerleaders that are saying, 
you're wrong. He, he, you're another bigot. You're, you're, you're a racist. You're, you don't even know what color I am. You can't even see me behind, um, behind the microphone. But they'll say it because they got nothing else to say. This man's a buffoon. I've been doing more and more research on the issue of Afghanistan and people that are very high they were very high in the military and our government they're no longer working in the government are putting the pieces of the puzzle you see this issue with Afghanistan did not happen the other day when Joe said alright just pull out and take out the military it's done and, and he just wobbled away and left the room in the White House no didn't start there it started way before when Barry O was president remember his foreign affairs guy was Uncle Joe and a lot of the things that 45 put in place Uncle Joe destroyed and Afghanistan is no different he blames 45 saying, oh, we got to leave by May 1st and then all that. Yes. But you had a strategy in place and you took it, you put it in a circle of file and you didn't care. And the biggest buffoonery, the biggest thing that American citizens will not forgive, that the entity that has been assembled to protect and defend American citizens, our military, was pulled out of theater or country, Afghanistan, before our citizens was disgusting and repulsive. And I don't know where General Fatass Milley learned that at West Point or Defense uh, Director of uh, Defense uh, Austin learned that in West Point but there are rules of insanity and there are rules for normal people and when you're when you've just done a 20 year military operation you really don't close your support military air base first. Take all the troops out and leave your citizens, not other citizens, left behind. What did we see in the media? Thousands and thousands of Afghanian, Afghans getting on these huge planes and being sent to safety. And to some respects, I fear for them. But then on the other side of the coin, we have to say, you failed to defend yourselves. You had 20 years to prepare, and you failed. So you cannot lend a blind eye and a deaf ear to cowardness. What I saw was a lot of men running behind those big Air Force planes that were landing in that 
airbase. I didn't see women and children, old ladies. So a lot of men. So a lot of men on the plane. So a lot of men getting off planes. Why? You don't think that any of them have any affiliation with Taliban, do you? The Trojan horse. Member 45 warned us a lot about the Trojan horse. And we saw all these wonderful pictures in the media of all these people being evacuated. But they can't give us any numbers on how many Americans are in the country, how many have been saved. Nothing. Zero. You honestly believe that the Central Intelligence Agency doesn't know? You can't track a U.S. passport? Are we this delusional? Are we this stupid? That we're listening to this on the media and we're believing it? You don't know. You have no idea who ever got on a plane. Seriously. Take $20 out of your ATM, out of your bank. See if the government knows it or not. We can't make this stuff up. We live in sad times. So our team approach has to be that as American citizens, we're a part of that team approach. Do I need to have my representative woke? I'm fortunate because mine's a Republican and he's on point. But I don't know about you. So if you failed your country by voting for the buffoon and you are actually doing like everybody else watching the destruction of your country and you don't care, don't do anything. But if you do care, you need to start getting on your representative about cut the nonsense out with the woke CIA and get the business. I don't give a shit about humanizing them. Because it doesn't do anything. Doesn't safeguard any. Is it going to help any American citizen in Afghanistan? Oh, sorry you're stuck there, but at least we know that the CIA operatives, they're human. Doesn't do shit for anybody. I've used the cockout word three times already. So, Team approach, see something, say something, you know, that kind of thing. But it's time to be bold with your speech. Just like 45. Don't whisper no more. Don't look left and right. Somebody might hear you. Because the truth of the matter is somebody might hear you and agree with you. Slowly they're coming around. Don't believe the hype. Remember, the guy reading the tr- the teleprompter probably got out of college, never had a job in their life, and the only thing they're good at is reading the teleprompter. Now they're supposed to be experts, generals of war, statesmen, negotiators. They know everything. And Americans sit in front of their television and sometimes nod. Yeah, you're right. You shouldn't be nodding, yeah, you're right. You need to see, you need to be saying, 
I'm going to look into it and see if you're right. And if I find out you're not right, I'm never putting you on again. But I guess there's something we're not doing either. Up next, The Power of Faith, episode 248, as we start getting into the AWOL series. We're going to start playing one at least once a month. And, uh, and then we round into the month of September. But I'm not going to read that schedule. But remember, the month of September, we're going to have Kilo Sierra with his course that's going to save people's lives. Three to five feet. The engagement in a gun battle, three to five rounds. Let me tell you, that paper target, when you go to the range, doesn't shoot back. But in real life, you won't even know what a sight was. So let's go. Let's hit the uh, word of the week. And this week, we have from the book of John. Chapter 6, verse five, uh, 54, sorry, verse 54. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. As always, I, as I told you before, I'm going to be doing more and more of these Word of the Week's on scripture about the last days. It's to wake people up. But in the verse I just read, the most important word in that whole thing was will. God says, I will. That's a promise. And a promise is accepted with the words, Amen. As always, it is my honor and pleasure to be your host on Radio Cop Podcast. Continue to pray for yourself because without you in the game, we have nothing. Continue to pray for your family, your community, the law enforcement agencies that serve you. And most important, continue to pray for the United States of America. This is Alpha Mike, and I'm out. intelligence community they have six ways from sunday at getting back at you